Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's great to be back on this Monday. Gang's all here, ready to go. Thanks for joining us. Dan and the Dan at Dan Patrick Show, as we do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. You can dial us up. You can email. You can tweet. You can watch. You can do all the above. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app. Watch for free. We say hello to iHeartRadio, Premier Radio, Fox Sports Radio, and the other affiliates around the country. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. The uh, former coach, now analyst for the mothership, Jeff Van Gundy, in a couple of minutes. Peter King, NBC Sports, uh, he will join us a little bit later on. Peter, hinting, maybe the Jags do something interesting. Maybe a surprise at the number one overall pick. We'll talk about that coming up in a moment. Here are the uh, details, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle, at DP Show. Seton will provide us with a poll question, and uh, your input is always welcome. Pelicans, Suns tied at two games apiece. Bucks, Nuggets, and Heat all win. Tonight, Celtics, Nets, Raptors, 76ers, Jazz, and the Mavericks. We'll talk about that with uh, Jeff Van Gundy here in a moment. We start draft week. Now, normally during draft week, as we get ready on that Monday, we go, boy, this is going to be interesting because we're going to go, uh, who's going number one? Who's going number two? Any trades? What's going to happen here? You know, you always have those moments where you go, wow, I didn't see that one coming. So when you say, or I'm going to say, or I've thought, I don't know how much buzz there is with this draft. And because we don't have the marquee quarterbacks. We don't even have, well, we had a lot of wide receivers. You don't even have that edge rusher that you go, boy, he's going to be great. This is one of those drafts where you go, yeah, all right. We got a couple of wide receivers. You got some offensive linemen. You got a great defensive back or two. 
not a lot of headline-making moments here. We don't have that Trevor Lawrence player in this draft. That doesn't mean something wild won't happen. After all, the draft's in Vegas. Who knows? You could say, (laughs) and uh, such and such selects such and such. Is he here? Is he here? It is Vegas. But uh, you go into the week and you go, okay, what are the possibilities here? Because there'll be a team where you go, oh, boy. Like the Niners with Trey Lance. Wow, didn't see that one coming. Or will the Falcons take a quarterback? Denver didn't take a quarterback. That means that they're going to be taking Aaron Rodgers. They're going to trade him. Patriots, Bill Belichick. Oh, he found his Tom Brady, his Tom Brady, Mac Jones. There's always something there. And it'll be the same this year, guaranteed. And it might be a player that you're not that familiar with. It might be a backstory you're not familiar with. It might be a team that reaches, a team that, you know, all of a sudden has somebody fall right into their laps. There could be a trade. Do the Steelers take Kenny Pickett? Do they take Malik Willis? By the way, and I've said this over the years, but, you know, we still buy into it. Nobody tells you the truth. No one. Why would they? Unless they want to give you information. You know what? The the culprits are the agents. Because the agents will go, uh, hey, you... uh, you want some information? I'm hearing this. That's why I don't trust the agents. You know, I, I do have some sources. Uh, you know, I have a, a, you know, a source who's a scout who said, hey, this is what I'm hearing with Jacksonville at the top. Uh, you know, they're going to go with the guy who's either the safe pick in Hutchinson out of Michigan or uh, Trayvon Walker, the uh, edge rusher, defensive player out of uh, Georgia, who has a higher ceiling. That That's what I'm hearing. Um And plus, he went through all the particulars with these players, being able to talk to them or examine them or watch their workouts. So I trust his information. He's also the one that told me that uh, the Cleveland Browns were going to take Baker Mayfield, a story that we had before anybody else did. Um, But a lot of people have agendas, and a lot of people want to give you information, but they want to help out their client. I'll go back to when I uh, was hosting the NBA draft on the mothership, and I had an agent come up to me and said, are you going to address uh, the uh, knee injuries? Who was the kid out of Washington State drafted by Portland? Brandon Roy. Yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, You're gonna, you guys going to uh, talk about the knees? And I said, well, I'll leave that to my analyst. You know. But uh, he goes, yeah. I mean, he won't stay in the league that long. Got bad knees. So then, you know, you start asking your analyst there, said, hey, how is Brandon Roy, you know, he could be rookie of the year, uh, one of my analysts said. I said, does he have, you know, knee issues? Yeah, but I don't uh, don't know the severity of it. I said, well, I just had somebody who said, hey, you know, he's got like a degenerative knee in, you know, issue. And I was told you're going to get a lot of that from agents or people close to agents, sources close to. So it's a game that's played. And I, I've been used before where somebody will tell you something and you go, no, no, I got it on a good, good, you know, good uh, authority. And then you realize, Ooh, I think I got played. And uh, having been at the mothership for 18 years, I saw that happen to our analysts, you know, even as great as like Peter Gammons. I remember he was given information about the next head coach, I think for Tampa Bay. And it turned out that it wasn't true, but you know, somebody was trying to help their client. I mean, it's, it's a game. And that's why, 
you get a little closer, maybe, you know, Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday, then you start to hear a little bit more information. Then it starts to get a little bit more serious. But all this stuff leading up to it, all these mock drafts, all of that stuff, that's for entertainment purposes only. And what I've found is it does introduce you to certain players that you might not be you know, aware of. Like Sauce Gardner, I was told by a scout, that guy's a top five pick. And I even talked to you know my, my source yesterday, and uh, I said, is Sauce Gardner still going to be a top five pick? He goes, he could be the best player in the draft. Cincinnati defensive back. And he, but my source said, the best player doesn't always go number one. Keep that in mind. Because a lot of times, there'll be somebody who's better or have a longer career or more of an impact, but quarterbacks are normally taken. How many times in the last 20 years have we had a draft where we didn't have a quarterback taken number one overall? Because I can remember Jadavion Clowney, Eric Fisher, Oh, good call out of Central Michigan. Yeah, good call. Good call. Well, it wasn't a good call by the uh, Chiefs. <laughs> well, he, he was a nice player for them. He but, was, but but we never say he was a bust. I, I think he made a Pro Bowl or two. Mm-hmm. I, he had a nice career there. Okay, he was not number one pick all timer. Okay, and Jadavion Clowney to me has never lived up to the tackle he made in the Outback Bowl. Although he has made three Pro Bowls. Yeah, three. So he's not he's not the impact player. That you know, we thought he was going to be. Yes, Paul. 2008, Jake Long, tackle Ooh, out of Michigan, Michigan. for Miami. Mm. Four Pro Bowls, nice career. Uh, I got DeMar, uh, Mario Williams, defensive out of North Carolina State, went to the Houston Texans. That was the big debate between Reggie Bush and Mario Williams. Signability. Yes. And then all of a sudden, like we can't sign Reggie Bush, and the Buffalo Bills take Mario Williams. <laughs> You're going, signability. Yeah, Paul. Then Miles Garrett, 2017 out of Texas A&M. He's yeah. you know first team All Pro. He's yeah, he's he's a great player. But I, you're going to have that this year, where you know, do you take the safe pick? Do you take Aiden Hutchinson? Do you take Trayvon Walker? That's going to be, or is there a surprise? As Peter King has pointed out in his uh, Monday Morning Quarterback column. All right, we'll get some phone calls coming up. Seaton, what kind of poll question do you have for me? Uh, well, we could go with one that's semi-NFL draft related. Right. And that, where will Debo end up? See, that to me is going to be the big storyline here. There's two storylines that I'm looking at. This broke last week when we are on vacation. And Debo's probably looking around going, uh, do you see what Tyreek Hill got? Did you see what Demonte Adams got? Um, I'm every bit what those players are. And more, he's more valuable to his team, the Niners, than Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams were to their teams. And certainly, I, I would rank it as Debo and then Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. What Debo did is basically move the chains. Like, what do you need me to do? Because I got a quarterback who, I know, all he does is win, but I got to run the ball and catch the ball, and I got to do everything here. Yeah, see. But if you look at it's been a crazy year for the 49ers, right? Because if you go back to the last draft where, no, they were getting Mac Jones at number three. Yeah, it's true. They were getting Mac yeah. at number three. And then, oh, no, wait, we got Trey, and now is Trey going to start over Jimmy? When are we trading Jimmy? Is Jimmy even going to be on the roster in 22? From what I was told, there's not a trade market for Jimmy Garoppolo. And now Debo wants out. And Debo wants out. <laughs> Would money solve all of this, though? That's what I'm curious. Because if I'm Trey Lance, I got to be, you know, Saying to management, man, I, I really need Debo in here if I 
going to be taking over starting quarterback here. Um, so that is one storyline. The other one's Baker Mayfield. And I'll go with my source who said uh, Baker Mayfield, he thinks, after the first round is when you might see Baker Mayfield traded. Teams, if they get their quarterback, how many quarterbacks are taken? You know, I'm hearing Sam Howell at North Carolina is a and, – and Matt Matt Corral, as we talked about, I, I think Kenny Pickett is probably a second-round talent. I think all these quarterbacks in a normal draft are second-round talents. But there's no quarterbacks. So somebody's got to be the first quarterback off the board. And I think Baker Mayfield probably gets traded after the first round. Once teams – Maybe second round, but, you know, when you have that day, you know, the rest of the night to figure things out, and you go, all right, well, who, who are we taking? Well, we missed out on him. All right, why don't you see if uh, we'll give him a fourth-round draft pick for, uh, if I'm Seattle, if you miss out on a quarterback, if you're, you're looking for one. All right, give him a fourth-round pick and, uh, you know, see if they'll split his salary with us or something. Yeah, Paul. How about Thursday night after the first round completes? We have the... Guys, nobody wants draft. Well, a one-round draft, and Baker Mayfield could go, Jimmy Garoppolo could go, and you have to like give up like a, a fixed price and you get a fixed contract. That's good TV. Yeah, I think Baker's going to have to wait. And uh, and and look, I know this is a uh, clickbait when it comes to Baker Mayfield, and uh, it'll stay that way because the mothership and uh, NFL Network they'll milk it for all it's worth because. We're going to find out where Baker, you know, nobody wants Baker Mayfield, it feels like, but everybody wants to talk about Baker Mayfield. Debo Samuel, where's he going to end up? You got to trade for him and then you got to pay him. That's one of those crazy ones. Like if you're Green Bay, do you end up paying what you would have paid Devontae Adams, but then you're going to have to give up a couple of first round picks or whatever you're going to give up for Debo Samuel. That's how crazy it could turn out. But wide receivers are going to be front and center, but, uh, I'm going to guess that, uh, you know, first pick and the Jacksonville Jaguars take Trayvon Walker. And you go, okay. And then the Lions will be on the clock. Will the Lions take Malik Will? Would they go that early on a quarterback? Like, these are the things. This is how you play it up. You know, you got to add to the suspense there. What other poll questions do we have today, Seton? Well, just this is a totally random thought that I'm seeing just off of uh, Twitter. It has nothing to do with a poll question. But isn't it crazy how comfortable we are? Kyle Kuzma tweeted this. I know we're numb to a lot of things, but in this society, a seven-foot center just cashed a three to win a playoff game. It's crazy how many super tall, you know, what formerly would have been big men are such great outside shooters and that it's just not even a thought anymore. It's the Dirk Nowitzki effect. Yeah. When you think about 20 years later, Dirk Nowitzki. But also, if you look at how players are developed in Europe, they're developed to be either, you know, your ball handling skills as a seven-footer or if you're a six-footer. They, they want you to have the fundamentals to and to be able to shoot, to be able to have great form, be able to shoot free throws. Like they, These are all important things for those players, and I think you're starting to see the trickle-down of, you know, Joel Embiid can hit a jumper. Carl Anthony Towns can shoot outside. Um, you know, jo- the Joker can. There are so many of them that can, but you're right. Um, it's commonplace now where you go, man, all right, seven-footer on the perimeter. Who would have thought? Yes, Seton. Uh, we could go with uh, basically off of our next guest, maybe a little better question for him. Which team down 3-1 and one is most likely to pull off a comeback? So you have Atlanta right now. They're down 3-1 to the Heat. Denver's down to the Warriors, Toronto down uh, to the Sixers, and then Bulls down 3-1 to mm. Milwaukee. Any of them 
coming back? Well, New Orleans is the is the one series that I'm curious about because it's tied to two games apiece. The Devin Booker situation. Could Zion Williamson play? Right? Because we keep saying, well, where's Zion? He should be playing. He's dunking and the whole thing. Okay, Ben Simmons. Then we're going, no, you can't have him play. Like, aren't they sort of the same? That you're saying to Ben Simmons, he's been 10, 10 days pain-free. Shouldn't he play? Zion Williamson, put him in there. Let's bring him back. Yes, he. But if you had those guys play, aren't you sort of setting them up for failure? Uh, yeah. I, I get that there's some upside to it, but... We'll talk about that. Jeff Van Gundy will join us. This program brought to you by Discover. Matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. We're back with Jeff Van Gundy. Would he give Kyrie Irving a long-term contract? And does he see Zion Williamson playing if the Pelicans happen to get to the next round? He'll answer those questions and more right after this. M Drive, I just, uh, let's see, what time is it? 9.16, So around uh, less than two hours ago, I was uh, using my M Drive, a little scoop into my uh, protein smoothie is what it was. I uh, take the M Drive supplement every single day, even when I was on vacation. M Drive is a supplement for every guy, no matter where you are in your life. If you're busy, you want to stay on top of your game, your diet, if you're gaining weight, there's M-Drive Lean, first of its kind protein powder, actually helps you lose weight. M-Drive Lean, backed by science, contains a clinically tested blood orange extract that supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. Quick and easy addition to your daily routine. Tastes way better than most protein powders. Visit mdrivedan.com and uh, you'll find the M-Drive Lean. Get 20% off your first order. Promo code DAN. If you're not happy after 60 days, Get your money back, guaranteed. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. mdrivedan.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. 
Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Brooklyn Nets spent big money to acquire stars like Katie and Kyrie, Ben Simmons over the last couple of years. All that star power has, or at least it did make the Nets a favorite to win the title. And we've seen a lot of teams become championship contenders after acquiring multiple superstars. I mean, look at the Lakers. You know, look at what the L.A. Rams did. You know, the Nets' first-round matchup with the Celtics is there's, you know, this building a roster Celtics are all homegrown, if you look at it. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, all drafted by Boston. You know, you have the Nets trying to throw in Kyrie with KD, and it's not working. But uh, give credit. What will get lost in this is how great Boston has been this year and certainly playing defense. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes. Groundbreaking runs in the family. Safety runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more at mbusa.com. We make the way, make way for the uh, great analyst from the mothership, Jeff Van Gundy, former head coach. He was on the call Celtics Nets games one and three, and joins us now. What's the big difference in uh, the Celtics and Nets, and why the Celtics are up in a commanding uh, fashion? Well, I thought actually uh, Brooklyn played an outstanding first two games. 
uh, on the road. They gave themselves chances to win in both games. They shot the ball better than 50% in both games uh, against a great Celtics defense. So I, I really liked the way they played the first two games. It was game three. It was the turnovers combined with uh, Durant uh, obviously not playing or Irving playing particularly well. And the other guys, the complimentary players around them, other than Bruce Brown, didn't have good nights either. So it was a bad night all, all the way around and one they could ill afford. Would you sign up Kyrie for a long-term contract if you're the Nets? Well, it's tough choices now, you know, because right now their depth has been compromised. Uh, Joe Harris has been out most of the year. So very uh, good for them from a shooting standpoint, good rebounder, and he's got stability to him. And then, you know, Ben Simmons, if you're going to say you're going to trade Harden, and in this one year what you're going to get back for Harden, is Seth Curry, who's hobbled, and Andre Drummond. That's a lose from a talent standpoint, too. So I think you have to look at your roster in totality. Uh, I know this because guys don't play as much now, uh, either minutes in the game or over the course of the season. You have to have quality depth. And that's what right now the Celtics have built. They've built a strong uh, eight, nine-man rotation. And right now, the, the Nets don't have um, enough depth due to injury uh, to be able to put it together and make a championship run. Would you sign Kyrie long-term? I'd have to look at all those factors, O'Dan. I mean, I, obviously, he's had durability issues for many different reasons, and my team has had durability issues. You know, the talent is obviously uh, – a unique offensive talent, the handle and all that shot making. He hasn't played very well uh, in the last couple games here after a great second half in game one. I, I, just in general, forgetting Kyrie for the second, I think you always have to ask yourself, and I don't know what he'd get. Let's say he'd make $40 million. Are you better getting one $40 million player or are you better getting, you know, not as good as, as the $40 million, but having two really good $20 million players. I, I think you have to think about how you want to surround Simmons and Durant because those two are there. And, you, you know, you're going to have to build around those two. Let's go back a week or so ago. It felt like the Nets, you know, they're saying, hey, Ben's, you know, he's been uh, pain-free. He's been working out. Like, why, why are they setting him up to be the fall guy from the standpoint of, oh, wait, he's not playing again? Why, why not just say, we believe he's out? We, we're not expecting him to play in this series. Instead of, hey, this could, maybe tonight. Like, I, I just don't understand the philosophy, unless they're trying to kind of push him into, come on, let's go, let's play, let's, let's suck it up here. Well, Dan, I think at least what I've read, those are the sources saying that he's you know, on track to play in game four. When we've talked to Steve Nash prior to the games that we've done, he's always said, you know, I think it's too early to say. And so the reports that were coming out of whatever camp never matched up with what Steve Nash was saying to us, which was, hold on, he hasn't even practiced yet. And, and again, I have no idea what's going on. People who I think it's hard to make these hard and fast pronouncements that 
he's either letting his team down or he's injured. Like none of us really know if he's truly injured, if it's a mental health situation, or he could play. He's just not comfortable to play. And so um, I find it a really odd situation. And I certainly uh, am going to remain judgment free on him and, and what he stands for. Yeah, it just feels like, and all Steve Nash has to say is, look, he's not playing. That's it. And that if he does come back, then we would have said, oh, wow, okay, you know, hey, he's progressing farther along. Like Zion Williamson. Why is Zion not playing? I mean, he, can, can, can he play 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes? Why, why, why would you not put him back in, or why is he not being put back in? Well, that's an interesting uh, question right there. If he's, I think right now, Phoenix, I mean, I think New Orleans is going to win that series. Once Booker went out, and let's say he can't come back, I, I think they have, even though they were 10 games under 500 during the regular season and Phoenix was 64 and 18, I think offensive talent wise, New Orleans has the better team with the addition of McCollum and Valanchunas. Uh, in the offseason. But if you throw in Zion uh, for 15 minutes a game off the bench, I mean, then I think they become the prohibitive favorite over these last three games. So I've got to believe that, you know, Williamson just isn't healthy enough to play because why wouldn't you want to play if you were healthy enough in the playoffs? But I also look back to Michael Jordan's second year in the league. He breaks his foot. If we fast forward to now, Michael Jordan doesn't play in the playoffs, probably. I mean, and really, that was his coming out party when he faced the Celtics in the Garden and had that dominating series and they lost. But now it's about caution, load management, all of that. So I, I'm just curious. And it's not, hey, the guys in my day era were tougher. It's just the philosophy, I think, is different than it used to be. Oh, it's absolutely different. But it's not just different in the playoffs, Dan. You know that. It's it's different uh, in in how you work in the summer. Sometimes I think we take more pride in how we work out in the summer than how we play in the winter. Um, I always hear about guys having great summers. I used to make uh, – we used to make light of one guy when in, in uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s that we competed against, all they ever would say about him was, what a great summer we this guy had. He used to always say, well, how about having a great April and May for one? You know, I, I just think there's a lot different. Uh, caution is, uh, is a word that, you know, is, you know, very in vogue. And I think the one thing that used to be asked um, was, well, if this was a playoff game, could he go? Yeah. That's, that's out now, too. Like, it's just different. It's not different, bad, or good. The league looks at playing through things much differently than 15, 20 years ago. That may be good or that may be bad. It depends on your perspective. Talking to Jeff Van Gundy, the analyst for ESPN and ABC. I brought this up with uh, Commissioner Silver a couple of weeks ago where I said, how about you just say you got to play in a certain number of games or a certain number of minutes to qualify for first team, second team, third team, all NBA. 
all your postseason awards, you have to check in at a certain level. Therefore, you know you're going to get those players because of all the bonuses that are attached to first, second, third team or winning the uh, MVP or defensive player of the year, all of those things. What do you think of that idea? Love the idea, unfortunately, because like you just said, bonuses are tied to it all. You'd have to work that out with the Players Association, and they're never going to give on that. Um, uh, But I do think going forward in the next collective bargaining, you have to – I know it sounds strange because you don't give incentives in other professions to show up at work. Like, (laughs) hey, today if you show up at work, we're going to give you, you know, the chance to be all first-team fire department. But in this situation, the way the trends are heading, and I think in a negative way as far as for fans – they really don't know oftentimes going to a game, buying tickets for a game, tuning into a game, who's going to play. So I think to give extra incentive to either games played, minutes played for all the awards, I think is an outstanding idea that I think uh, the commissioner should think very uh, long about trying to include in the next collective bargaining agreement. I think you should be able to buy star insurance. So you play an overage on your ticket, and let's say you're showing up to see Steph Curry and he doesn't play, then you get your money back. Or Luca, you're showing up to see Luca, and you know, you've know you got that, in, that star insurance. What do you think? I like it. I, I think it's also unfortunate that we're having that conversation. <laughs> you know, but I, I, listen, I do think we have to protect the customer and the consumer. Um, right now we're on this high that, you know, um, people are watching, they're excited about NBA basketball, but we can never take for granted the fans and that they drive the freight. And I I don't think Adam Silver takes them for granted. Uh, I hope we as, uh, teams and as a league don't take them for granted because once you're not giving them the product they think is warranted for the price you know obviously they're gonna they're gonna spend their money elsewhere so i think we have to have i don't know if it's insurance and i think dan i don't know about you but i think fans understand the difference between legit injury and just taking a night off um when they choose to take a night off yeah but we can't ask that question jeff we're not allowed to ask ben simmons hey why aren't you playing like so you're not, unfortunately, because now even – and it used – hey, listen, the media is a lot different too, Dan. Um, you used to be held account after every game. You didn't get a, ch- a choice. You know, they, uh, the reporters were allowed into the locker room, and you could run away, but it was it was harder back, back then to run away. Now with the Zooms, teams don't make people available. They don't have to answer for – either their play oftentimes. Uh, and that's why I admire the players that win or loss, good game or bad game, they stand before the media and they're not just there when they're giving them praise. They're there when they're taking on hard questions. And I, that's why I admired what Durant did. It had to be hard, you know, after game three uh, to be disappointed in the result in your own play, but to stand there and take it, that's what – 
part of your pay is for, your responsibility is for. Um, but now it's harder. And, and frankly, a lot of the questions are more softballish because they are relying on players and the players' agents for leaks and sources off the record. So a lot has changed in the climate of how the game is covered, too. Is James Harden getting old right before our very eyes? Well, I think he certainly hasn't played to the MVP level that we're accustomed to. Uh, and that was at in, in Brooklyn and in Philly. But I would not underestimate his greatness. Um, I think I always thought the dynamic between he and Embiid were, was going to be a challenge because Harden has a style that's very unique in how he dominates the ball. And Embiid, when they play through him, whether it's in the high post, the elbow, or the low post, is absolutely dominant. So it's it's a hard dance to master. Actually, I think they played together uh, exceptionally well. I, I think yeah. they fit together better than I thought. I just don't think Harden has been as efficient from a shooting standpoint as they need him to be if they're going to win it all. I'll leave you with this. Bigger disappointment this season, the Lakers or the Nets? Well, I think it all is where you you start with your expectations. I, I never thought the Lakers were good. Like, I didn't understand the hype for their team. Um, you know, they were they have an often injured team. They took away and stripped down all depth. And I think depth is incredibly important in today's NBA because of games missed and people don't play big minutes. So my expectations for the Lakers – uh, I can't say I didn't think they'd make the play in. I thought they would be, you know, an 8, 9, 10 type of team. Um, but I'm not disappointed. I thought their roster um, was not very good. The Nets, on the other hand, I thought going into the year before you knew about uh, Irving's uh, vaccination status and the inability to play Harden's, I didn't know he was going to be discontent. And, and all of that being said, January, I think it was 23rd, the Nets were in first place in the Eastern Conference at 29 and 16. And then Durant's injury wiped them out. So you, you took, you know, Irving's vaccination status, Harden's discontent, which led to Simmons not being able to play, Joe Harris being out all year, then Durant. They just got hit with a tidal wave of roster issues that truly could not be overcome. And I think Boston is the best team in the NBA. I think they will win it if they can stay healthy. Wow. Uh, I think they're that good uh, defensively and roster construction-wise. Um, and so I think they got a horrible first-round opponent uh, as well. So everything that could go wrong so far for the Nets has gone wrong. What's the coolest thing in your office? Um, let me look here. Um, my Mount Kilimanjaro picture, Dan, I, I, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro about eight years ago. And when I say I whimpered to the finish line, uh, <laughs> I basically had to be dragged to the finish line because we made a midnight walk, uh, up with, was the last day on like two hours sleep. And, uh, the guys <laughs> who were our guides, they basically told the friend I did it with. 
you got to go up and see your guy. He's having a mental breakdown because at like 4 a.m. in the cold of Mount Kilimanjaro, I was ready to break. Did you cry? I, it, it, I didn't, but literally, <laughs> if it had been five more steps, I might have. And then the climb down was actually harder than the climb up, and they were just dragging me down. I mean, they were just like, this dude is weak-minded, and I was. So, yeah. you know, so the, that I made it I, all the way to the top. Just You know, I, I worked for this guy, Dan, like long ago named Gordon Chiesa. He was a longtime assistant with the Utah Jazz, but I worked with him at Providence College. And he used to always tell players, despite yourself, you're going to be great. Like, because, and that was me on that climb. Despite myself, I made it to the top. I never understood why we don't celebrate the Sherpas more. You know, Sir Edmund Hillary, I don't give a damn about you. It's the Sherpa who was carrying all your gear. Listen, I could have paid, I think it was like a hundred more bucks for them. not So I didn't have to carry the 50 pound backpack that I was carrying. I'm like, I waste money all the time. I didn't spend it on that, all right, because I was trying to be tough. That was stupid. But what used to kill me is we would get up in the morning. I think we're flying up on this hike, and these dudes are breaking down the camp, and they're, like, sprinting by us, and they're, they finished the next day's camp. They had to be there two hours early. They're cooking. I'm like, how do they do – these people are superhuman. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations on not crying. And I want to say this because my friend is probably if he he listens to you every day. He's he's out there listening, Chris Loman. He's saying, "Yeah, but he almost did. I almost had him broken. Yeah, <laughs> barely." You are a warrior. Hashtag warrior. <laughs> Hashtag weak-minded. Thank you, Jeff. Safe travels, and uh, we appreciate your time. All right, take care, Dan. That's Jeff Van Gundy of the Mothership. Yeah. These Sherpas, man, those are the stars. Oh, and let's celebrate Sir Edmund Hillary, the first man to, and I'm like, the Sherpa. Sherpa did all the damn work. All Sir Edmund Hillary did is comb his hair when he got to the top and said, (laughs) all right, how do I look for my photo opportunity? Yeah, see. Yeah, I paid for this trip. See, <laughs> is there any group of people that are like at a job or a position more underappreciated than the Sherpa? Yeah, more underrecognized. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. Play of the day is up next here, Dan Patrick Show. Protecting against floods is one of the reasons why more than 4 million people trust their home protection to Simply Safe. With Simply Safe, you always have someone looking out for you. Terry was at her daughter's wedding for the weekend when she got a call from Simply Safe. Simply Safe had detected water in her basement. And just moments after the leak started is when she got the phone call. That's how quickly Simply Safe works. Simply Safe's 24-7 professional monitoring, you know you're always going to have somebody looking out for you. Yes, yeah, Steve. Yeah, one time that something very similar happened to me where I was I had gotten home from work and I walked from my car into my kitchen. And by the time I got to my kitchen, it was like it sounded like it was pouring rain outside. And I was like, dang, I don't remember it raining out there. And then I started walking around my house. And I was like, wow, that's funny. It sounds like the rain's coming from my dining room. <laughs> I turned on the lights, and the whole ceiling had crashed down onto the dining room table because a pipe had burst on the second floor. But you didn't have Simply Safe then. I sure didn't. Yep. SimplySafeDan.com. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. SimplySafeDan.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. 
like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Monte has it. Right side of the midcourt circle. Six on the clock. Gets a pick from Nikola Jokic. Four. Joker has it in the paint. Kick out three, Barton. Got it! Denver's going to force a game five in San Francisco. Denver leads it by five with 7.9 left to go. Courtesy of Altitude Radio Network, Will Barton made just two baskets in the game, both three-pointers as the Nuggets live to see another game. That's your play of the day brought to you by M-Drive. Trying to lose weight? Try M-Drive Lean Protein Powder with ingredients backed by science to help you lose weight. Go to mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. We are actually talking about mountain climbing during the break. Yes, Paul. So I, I, I've read a lot about Mount Everest. I think everybody knows about Mount Everest. And is Mount Kilimanjaro, is that a mountain? Is that mountain climbing or is that mountain like trekking and hiking? Is there a difference between the two? Do you have to use like uh, cables and clips and stuff when you're mountain climbing? Uh, I think you... It, I guess it depends on what mountain you're climbing. I'm looking at but, Mount Kilimanjaro, and it seems to be like trekking poles and backpacks. Yes, I think that's what they are. Okay. Yes, Eden. So then is mountain climbing basically just hiking but up a mountain, whereas rock climbing is with ropes, ropes and, and all yeah, that stuff? Yeah. And what's spelunking? <laughs> that's caves, isn't it? Is it spelunking is caves, I think. Like spatchcock. Yes. It's in that same realm. Spelunking. <laughs> Have you guys ever climbed a mountain? You, Dan, you've done major hikes before, I know. Yeah, but not mountains. Um, What's the highest elevation you ever gone up? You and your people. Uh, let's see. How high was I? Yeah. I've been very high. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I thought you'd been forced to... Seaton hadn't been on a mountain. <laughs> yeah, what? the rugged mountains of West Virginia <laughs> got me extremely high. <laughs> altitude. I don't know. Uh, let me see. In Mexico, I've uh, climbed some pretty high elevation there. And you don't want that elevation hits you and you're like, I can't breathe. Yeah, Seaton. Let's do a show from uh, Machu Picchu. That's high on my bucket list. Oh, okay. We should just broadcast. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the signal's like, but. Do you think we could get a radio show out of there? I think maybe we could. Yeah. Who was the Sherpa with Sir Edmund Hillary? Paulie? Is this like a quiz? Yeah. Tenzing Norgay? Tenzing Norgay. Ding. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Should be as famous as Sir Edmund Hillary. I feel like that was something on a, like Cheers or something when they were on Jeopardy and that now everybody knows that one. Yeah. Uh,. Has anybody done something similar? Fritzy, have you done something that would be similar to Jeff Van Gundy? I sat in the upper deck of Mile High Stadium. That's about the highest okay. elevation I've gone to. So it's 5280 plus whatever number of seats were in front of me. And that's a lot for you. It really is. Yes, it is. I was trying to eat my third hot dog, and I'm like, <gasps> I needed one of those oxygen things that they give the players when they're sitting on the side. By the way, guess whose birthday it is today? Fritzy does an impersonation of this 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 uh, actor 
Um, Hank Azaria turns 58. Renee Zellweger's birthday today. Jason Lee's birthday today. And so is... This person who's 82 years old. 82. Give it to me, Todd. 12 inches is a foot. Three feet is a yard. You give me 100 yards to the end zone. Hoo-ah! We can get to the Super Bowl. Thank you, Todd. Hoo-ah! I think you had a couple of movies there mixed together. It may have. Al Pacino. Look, but don't touch, touch, but don't taste, taste, but don't swallow. And you're bouncing back and forth like an idiot, and he's giggling up there. Thank you, John. Uh, what's the poll question that we have today? Oh, man. We settle we, on one? Well, we went for the first hour. We went with... Ah. Which team down 3-1 most likely to pull off a comeback? The most common answer is none. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, Nuggets and Raptors are, are pulling away with that one. Yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I was hiking over uh, my vacation, and we came along a couple, and they were from uh, Des Moines, I think. And they said, uh, you've been told you look like Dan Patrick? And I said, just about every day. And the guy goes, yeah, you do. He goes, what is it, a doppelganger? And I said, yeah. And then he goes, you are Dan Patrick. And I go, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I remember, remember when we went up to Clint Eastwood, and I go, uh, hi, Clint, I'm uh, Dan Patrick. He goes, yeah, you are. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yes, you are. I go, okay. See you I, around. Yeah, I, that was it. That was my interaction with Clint Eastwood. I'm Dan Patrick. Yes, you are. Once you make my day and get out of here, <laughs> leave me alone. One hour of the books. Two more to go. Your phone calls next. One more item. We close out hour one. You've heard me talk about the Love Sack Sactionals, the Stealth Tech. Well, I can't sit on a couch, just a regular couch, a normal couch anymore. The Sactional, configured to fit my space perfectly here in the man cave. Great for lounging, watching the game. And you probably heard of Sactionals, the world's most adaptable couch. It features Lovesack Stealth Tech. So that's the system inside the couch. Now, the couch is so comfortable. They have great fabrics, layout specific, uh, you know, couches for you. They have everything you need. And, uh, you know, the configuration shape gives you amazing quality there. It fits the space. Lovesack Stealth Tech also has that 5.1 Dolby Digital Surround Sound by Harman Kardon. So you know it's great quality. Great sound. All the features seamlessly hidden inside. The endlessly adaptable Sactionals platform. Ask about this Stealth Tech app, the world's most adaptable couch. Now features Lovesack Stealth Tech. Learn more about Lovesack and Stealth Tech on lovesac.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 